are the Rookie Phenoms. We have an amazing show for you today. I'm your host, Coop, with my main man, Webb. What up? We have so much to get into today. It was a crazy week in the NFL, and so many things have happened in the NBA. Webb, are you ready for today's show? Always ready, Coop. What kind of question is that? I mean, you're 75% ready at best. 76. This is the new and improved Web. And for all the new listeners out there, please go subscribe on iTunes or Spotify right now. We really appreciate it. And go follow us on Twitter at Rookie Phenoms. Webb, I want to start with basketball today. Things have happened. I have missed the NBA. It's been gone since like July. I'm getting the shakes. I'm getting the shakes. I want to start with Ben Simmons. Uh, he was one of my favorite players in the league for a long time. Now I have grown to loathe him. It came out today that Ben Simmons has told people his relationship with Embiid has run its course. According to Sam Amick of The Athletic, Simmons believe his style of play does not mesh with Embiid, who is the dominant force for Philadelphia in the paint. This apparently is not personal against Embiid. He just thinks to grow basketball-wise, they need to separate. Am I crazy or is Ben Simmons 100% right about this? I agree a 1,000%. Yeah, I mean, I think people have been saying that... Philly should run it back until it doesn't work. And clearly it has not worked. And I also give uh, Ben Simmons a little bit of, of respect for basically telling uh, the team Embiid, uh, Tybalt, uh, Tobias Harris, all the players that were scheduled to fly to his house in, in LA, um, just not to come. I actually respect him for doing that because don't lead them on. And string them along and make them think that there's a chance that there can be some reconciliation. Um, whether Ben Simmons is correct in 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 thinking that he's he has a better career outside of Philly, we'll see. But um, yeah, I agree. I agree with what he said. So we should get to that. There was a contingent of Philadelphia players wanting to go to see Ben Simmons to talk him out of this trade request, and he has said, "Don't bother." I'm, I'm done. I, I do respect him for that as well. Doc Simmons, Doc Rivers, sorry, came out today and said, Ben's not here, but I do believe at some point he will be. This is not the first time guys didn't think they could play together. It's just basketball. So that is the approach the team is taking, I think. This can work. I think they're saying that publicly because they know his trade value is all but dead. But I would be absolutely shocked if Ben Simmons plays another game for the 76ers. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I 100% agree. Um, and I can't recall a situation like this where the player and the team are so diametrically opposed. Publicly, Ben Simmons is saying he wants out. Publicly, the team is now saying they want Ben Simmons back. I think the only thing that, like, that I can recall close to this is the Carson Palmer situation where Carson Palmer was saying straight up he's not coming back and he'd rather he'd rather retire than come back um and it looked like the team wanted him back but like this is doc rivers coming out this is daryl morey coming out the team wanted to fly to ben simmons and he's just taking a hard line stance and saying no i'm done and uh you know it's just it's just something that i haven't seen or that i can recall seeing where they're they're so far apart publicly and we should mention for carson palmer that was in cincinnati he refused to show up to camp, and they traded him to Oakland, I think before the trade deadline, six weeks in for two first-round picks. He played terribly in Oakland. He got traded to Arizona for like a fourth-round pick and was basically an MVP for three or four years. Randy that Moss is, special. That is a good comparison. I could see that happening for Ben Simmons as well. Although, I think Philadelphia would be – I don't think they're going to trade him for less than they should. They're going to get good value for him or they're going to dare him to sit out. I don't think Daryl Morey is going to jump through hoops like other teams and owners would. What do you think his return value is right now? It's so hard to say. The talent's there. I'm not a huge Ben Simmons fan, but I do appreciate his impact on the defensive end and in transition. He's very scary coming down the court on the fast break. And he's a great facilitator. He just is not reliable on offense he can't be your he can't even really be your third or fourth option on offense to produce buckets but uh uh his his return mm, 
to me, first round value, first round picks aren't that valuable because you don't know what you're going to get, but the league really puts a premium on them. So I imagine not quite as high as Anthony Davis, but I imagine you get a good return for him. So I imagine three players. I'd have to say a couple picks, man, like maybe not back to back, but like in, in, uh, so I guess 2022, 2024, and uh, probably a few, a couple players, two to three players, I would imagine. But you're not getting like a star back if you're doing that. I think Philadelphia wants a star. And I agree with you. They're not getting a star back at this point. They could maybe get two contributors, maybe even three, but they're not getting Dame Lillard. They're not getting James Harden like I thought last year. I'm trying to think of a good locate. I think the Sacramento deal that people have talked about for Halliburton and Heald makes the most sense. And if I were Philadelphia, I would take that now and move on. Because I don't think they're going to do better than that. Ben Simmons killed his value in the playoffs. He did it himself. He's the one to blame. And yeah, that's all there is to it, I think. Yeah, and I think I think the reason why we haven't seen this Sacramento deal come to fruition is because I think teams are nervous about Ben Simmons, his mindset, his whole attitude, like, he mentioned three California teams. He didn't mention the fourth one. And I don't know if I want to trade for Ben Simmons to hear that if he's this um, resilient, uh, this headstrong about not playing, I wouldn't want to be Sacramento and then he does this next year. I just, I don't know what he's going to do. Like, I know he has, you know, several more years. I think he has four more years years on his contract, but I, I don't know if I want him to to just torpedo the season by not wanting to play there uh, and asking for a trade out. He has four years, $147 million left in the contract. To think that he won't show up for that money is crazy to me. He's going to play for that money. I, I don't think he's going to let $150 million walk out the door. He'll play. He has to. What are his other no, options? No, I'm not saying he won't play, but I think if he goes to Sacramento and it really is where he doesn't want to be, I think he will make a a public trade request. I don't think he just won't show up, but I think he'll kind of coerce them to to do something. You know, in the NBA, the the front offices will acquiesce to the players. That's what I mean. He'll force I, I would not care. I'd say good luck. I mean, no one wants you. The guy in Minnesota got fired because he was the one guy that wanted you. Like, good luck, Ben Simmons. Find a trade. We'll figure something out. What are they going to get for him? Like, yeah, I don't know. Nothing. At that point. Like, I'm trying to think of the worst player that a team could trade for Ben Simmons. And I have a couple thoughts of guys where you'd be like, no way. And then they might say yes for Philadelphia. Who is the worst player you think Philadelphia would take back in a one-for-one deal? You're not talking about John Wall or one of those guys, are you? Because I know you hate John Wall. Philadelphia would not take John Wall back. They would not do that deal, I don't think. But there are some guys I think they might do where you'd be like, no way. And they'd say yes in the end because they have very little options. Okay, shoot. Chris Das Porzingis. I think he's the worst guy they would take back. The only reason why, like, I'm not even saying flat out no. I just, that would be crazy. Drummond, <laughs> Embiid, and KP. That would be wild. A little too, he, little too stacked. KP there. is a better fit for Philadelphia than Ben Simmons. He could play with him with Embiid better than Simmons could. Yeah, for sure. He can shoot the ball. Offensively, yeah, for sure, yeah. Would Boston do – sorry, would Cleveland do Garland or Sexton for Ben Simmons? Yeah, probably. I just think Ben Simmons is going to ask to leave Cleveland in about a year. I think that's the problem. I think Boston should try to trade for Ben Simmons. I said that a couple of weeks ago. Take out and make sure you keep Jason Tatum – and Jalen Brown and move out like Marcus Smart and uh oh geez, who else would they have to move out? I'd have to check. Um Peyton Pritchard, some of those guys. Like would Toronto do Fred Van Fleet for Ben Simmons? I don't think so. Who says no? Toronto says no or Philadelphia says no? Toronto says no. Because you and they just took Scotty Barnes, who they're Basically probably ben higher Simmons. on. Yeah, and they're probably higher on now than they would be with Ben Simmons because he's young and you know, sky's the limit in terms of how they can try and mold him. I don't know if it's going to actually materialize, but he looked good in in, in summer league in, in uh, some spots. So he looked really good in some spots. So they're probably high on him. So they don't want another Ben Simmons to come and just 
it, I, I think it's also the attitude that Simmons has too that I think will turn GMs off. Not just his lack of, you know, uh, wanting to shoot the basketball. Okay, I'm going to give you two more. Would Milwaukee do Drew Holiday for Ben Simmons? Culture-wise, no. Okay. Last one. Would <laughs> New Orleans do Brandon Ingram for Ben Simmons? No, because of, they have some issues with Zion, and they can't afford to. That would be a disaster in the locker room. Zion, they can't even manage his camp up, reportedly. And then bringing in Ben Simmons, who seems to has, have baggage as well. Oh, I don't know, man. I think... Brandon Ingram or Ben Simmons makes a lot of sense. The, the, the player is not bad. I would like to see how him and Tobias Harris would play together, though. But the player is not bad. It's just the cultural kind of fit. I don't know if Ben Simmons is the leader you want to bring in when it seems like they can't even sort of keep Zion in check. Zion had foot surgery this offseason. Who yeah. knows how long he'll be there for? Ben Simmons might be the oh, best they could do. Zion's gone. I, David David Griffin's gone soon. They can't keep. They had three head coaches already in the last couple of years. That team is just an absolute disaster. I I feel sorry for the city of New Orleans if they bring Ben Simmons there. I mean, the they got Jameis Winston. They got Jameis Winston. They'll be happy for a while. Yeah, superstar. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to another NBA story. The Denver Nuggets made the Western Conference Finals two years ago. I think is that correct? Yep, gave bubble. Michael Porter Jr. a lot of money. Five-year deal worth up to $207 million. The deal is actually worth $172 million unless he reaches the designated max criteria and is named to one of the three NBA all-NBA teams this season. Would you have given him this money, Web? No, but I'm a lot tighter and uh, strict when it comes to giving players money, particularly when... Michael Porter Jr., I mean, he's good, but he only had two good seasons in the NBA. Sorry, I shouldn't say two good seasons. One good season and one bubble playoff um, stint where he looked good. So I'm not so, giving him – I, I, I'm not going to give him that potential at all, no. To that point, he was drafted in 2018 in the first round, pick 14. He was the number one high school player in the country the year before. Barely played at Missouri because he had back issues. Right. His first year in Denver, he did not play at all. Right. Year two, he played in 55 games, started eight games, averaged nine points. Year three, he did better. He averaged 19 points a game, started 54 games in the lockout short, sorry, in the COVID season. It's pretty good. He played most of his games, but he's 6'10. With back issues. Those don't get better usually. When you're 18, they start. I would not have given him anywhere near this money, Web. This seems crazy to me. Yeah, so they gave Aaron Gordon $92 million and MPJ up to $270 million if he hits the incentives. That's $300 million to those two players? No, thank you. I'm also very tight and and, and stringent and... and, and, uh, I'm not easy to to give these players money, particularly young players. Um, I haven't seen enough from Michael Porter Jr. to warrant that kind of spend. But Denver wants to keep these guys happy. They pay everyone. They paid Will Barton. I forgot they did that. (laughs) I disagree with you, though, though, his upside. I think he has maybe not MVP upside, but he has extremely high upside. This is his second year actually playing. He averaged almost 20. He was a number one high school player. I think the upside is through the roof. I don't trust the injury. I just think like back injuries on big guys never end well. They end careers. But if in five years you said Michael Porter Jr. is the top 10 player in the league, I would not be shocked. I could see him getting there if health stays. If he stays healthy, I could see that happening because he has the he has the build and the talent to do that. I just don't think he'll stay healthy long enough to get there but the talent is there yeah the talent is there i just to me like i see stints where he disappears he's hot at times he's a heat check guy he's good but i'll be honest with you i like jalen green right now and his potential way more than i like michael porter jr and i've only seen flashes of jalen green i've seen games 
in the summer league. But I like his potential right now, where he is right now, more than Michael Porter Jr. with all that money. Jalen Green. Who does he play for? Houston. Exactly. He's going to be terrible. Houston can't keep anybody. Michael Porter Jr. will be playing in the playoffs this year. Houston might win 15 games. Huge difference. I think think Houston's going to be good, man. I mean, better than 15 games, at least. 22. I'll take the over on that. By how much? Enough that I think you'd entertain it. You're such a hedger. It's pathetic how bad you are. Close Pick to, a number. No, I'm not going to take a number. Would you go over over 30? I'm probably not going over 30, no. Probably not, no. I'd say they win 20. They're under 25 games. Under 25. Okay. I'll take the over. I was thinking more like 28, 29. I'll take the under on 27. Done. Under on Lock- 27. I'm locking it in for a burrito right now. We're betting a burrito again. 27. Fine, I'll take that. Sounds good. Okay, let's move on to another NBA story really quick. The Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, a top echelon franchise, has parted ways with their president of basketball operation, Gerson Rojas, naming executive vice president of basketball operations, Sashin Gupta, the interim head of basketball operations. The big issue with Rojas was he alienated staffers and frustrated generals and sorry agents and executives with other teams with his communication. There was also reports of a consensual relationship he had with someone on the staff that did not directly report to him. This was not the reason for his firing, but it didn't help the situation allegedly. What what do you think? What do you make of this? Is this good for Minnesota or bad for Minnesota? Minnesota's a trash franchise. It's uh it's bad because um it's just been badly handled. Like uh Ryan Saunders was, was in, they they fired him. Surprisingly, they brought in Finch. He, he, they overlooked other candidates. Uh, they made trades that were head-scratching. They made draft selections that were head-scratching. This team is a dumpster fire. So it's bad, very bad. So I want to get into that a little bit. The Taylors have sold to Alex Rodriguez and his partner. I think this was partly done as a favor to the new owners to say like, hey, you don't have to deal with any of the past issues. We have a, You can hire whoever you want. The new guy, Gupta, him and Rojas had a terrible relationship. Apparently, Gupta had an offer to have a similar job at the Houston Rockets, and Rojas blocked him from taking it and then banned him from the team facility. It required ownership to resolve the issue so that Gupta could return to the workplace. This sounds like a very dysfunctional organization, and I don't think new ownership wants to deal with personnel drama. That's not on the court. I think Rojas has had to go. I just, he seems like a toxic person that would do something like that. Who blocks someone from taking a job and then bans him from doing his current job? That just seems so stupid to me. I don't understand why someone would do that. If you hate someone, let him leave. Go to the new job. Like, it makes no sense. Also, it's not like Houston's good. They're both bad situations. At least the weather is nice in Houston. Rojas is a sociopath. This makes no sense to me. Yeah, I think he's done in the league. At least from a front office perspective. Unless he knows someone who owes him something. But yeah, this is a dumpster fire. I predict Towns trade request two under two years. Under two years. When Rojas was fired, Towns tweeted out WTF. He took a picture with Rojas two days before the firing. I think they got along. So... It's possible this could make Towns request that trade sooner. Towns or Ben Simmons? Who says no? Minnesota immediately. Minnesota's been trying to get Ben Simmons for nothing. They've been offering junk apparently for weeks. Like, hey, we'll give you our number seven, eight guys. They wouldn't include any of the top players. So Philly was uninterested. But maybe this helps get a deal done for Ben Simmons now. Where Ben Simmons will request to be traded almost immediately. Yeah, maybe. Um, it's just interesting that people's uh, reactions when they're upset with something is to go tweet. Have you ever been pissed off as, uh, <laughs> as you, has someone at your job ever pissed you off and you're like, let me go to Twitter? Oh, this generation. No, because I'm an adult. I don't do that stuff at all. <laughs> Plus, I'm always worried. Like, I would do something like that 
and then something bad would happen to that person, I'd be immediately blamed. It just seems like a, like an issue. Like I hate I hate web, and then you end up something happens. You fall down a well, and they're like, "Go arrest Coop for this." No, thank you. I'm not falling for these traps. Nope. Social media is the devil. That's a fact. Yeah, it's just it's interesting, man. Like, cause you see that a, a lot. Like a lot of just across sports in general. Like when something happens, uh, players often respond through social media. Or they stop following the team and it's like, oh my goodness, they want out this generation, man. I mean, social media has its good parts. It taught Kyrie Irving the earth is flat. So that's pretty solid. You know, you can learn some good knowledge there. That's good. Pretty much. Let's move on to some NFL action, okay? Uh, A lot of games happened this weekend. Some of them I I don't think we need to talk about at all. So we'll breeze past some of these games. Some of them I think need a little more evaluation. We'll start with Thursday night, Panthers and Texans. The Panthers won 24 to 9. The main takeaway from this game for me was Christian McCaffrey got a hamstring injury again. He is out for an undisclosed amount of time. Uh, Chuba Hubbard is a must pick up in fantasy right now for anybody. And Davis Mills looked like a competent NFL quarterback to me. Besides that, uh, I did not learn much about either team. What do you think about this game? It's funny because we were talking about um, this game last week, and I said it might be uh, close in the beginning. Like, And it was a game for a while. I think it was 7-6 at halftime or something like that. It was close. It was it, it was it was like a bad close. Like the game <laughs> it came as bad, but it was close and competitive. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't learn anything too much uh, either. Um, I still think Carolina is a fraudulent 3-0, man. I'm sorry, Coop. That 3-0 doesn't mean much to me. They beat trash teams. I mean, with the exception of New Orleans. New Orleans is solid. But the other two, I, the Jets, my God. I put no stock into them to them being 3-0. And uh, I didn't learn much either. Other than Houston's trying to throw the season. My boy Sammy G is getting comeback player of the year. He didn't go anywhere. That's how good he's playing, all right? He's the future MVP of the league. I love you, Sam Darnold. So I'm saying let's move on to the next game, which I think we can gloss over the bills won 43 to 21 against Washington. Uh, the bills are back. Josh Allen is playing like a superstar again, four touchdowns, 350 yards. Cole Beasley had a great game, almost hundred yards, 11 catches. Washington got demolished basically everywhere in this game. Their, their defense did not even look that good. Henneke threw two picks. Antonio Gibson had one of the longest runs I've ever seen a running back catch. He ran for 73 yards on touchdown. Just a great play by him. But I think Buffalo is the team we thought they were going to be. They look like the cream of the crop in the AFC to me right now. And Washington is, their defense is not as good as we thought it was. Or but Buffalo is just that good. It could be their offense is just amazing. And Washington's defense could be bet is good but not elite but i think we might have overhyped washington and underhyped buffalo a little bit what's your takeaway yeah so i wasn't high on the the washington football team but i didn't think they were going to do this badly i thought their defense was going to hold up a lot better than it has and they're one of the worst defenses in the league the bills really had their way with them you have josh allen as your fantasy quarterback so that was obviously great for me when we played each other last weekend um really josh quick allen had how did that go how did that go for you in fantasy this week? I can't remember who won. Yeah, you crushed me. Uh, was it a, was it close? No, it was not. Um, okay, thanks. Carry on. That's okay. I, I killed you in our picks. So, <laughs> um, yeah, Josh Allen was having his way, man. Like he had, I think, three touchdowns at the half, if I'm not mistaken, uh, three passing touchdowns, and then just kept it going. It was pissing me off, but the Bills look like they're in. Great, great shape. Um, and Washington looks like they're in a world of trouble, man. I agree. Okay, the next game up, Cleveland versus Chicago. Cleveland won 26-6. Justin Fields' first start. This was one of the worst court coaching performances I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Justin Fields got sacked nine times. He passed for 68 yards. This was pathetic. Uh, Justin Fields was a mobile quarterback that was not asked to run at all. Miles Garrett destroyed his life. Jadavion Clowney, like, actually 
like hit Justin Fields twice. He got two sacks. Clowney had two sacks all last year, basically. Matt Nagy should be fired immediately. This was pathetic. Uh, Cleveland was fine. But to have Fields go out like this and and have him run the Andy Dalton offense is pathetic, disgusting. You drafted Justin Fields in April. The fact that you didn't have a game plan for him, it's coaching. It's malpractice. Nagy needs to be fired immediately. We're shocked that Chicago did so poorly. We both said last week Cleveland is not good enough to beat this Bears defense by seven points. And they stomped them by like 20. And it was never close. Khalil Mack got hurt. But I think the Bears defense is good enough. It was that the Bears offense was so pathetic. You can only be asked to do so much. If you get 68 yards of offense during the game, like what are you supposed to do? The defense had no chance. Yeah, no, I I agree. And um, I don't know, man. You're right. I think Matt Nagy, do you think he lasts the whole season if they keep doing this? He should be fired today. I'm shocked they haven't fired him yet. It's honestly, I can't believe it. Why is he still there? What good is he doing? Yeah, yeah, it's it's bad. I honestly, to be honest, I do think that Chicago needs a clean house. Um, I think they need to draft a running back because I think David Montgomery sucks. Um, uh, Ryan Pace needs to go. They need to do a lot more. They need to shore up that offensive line. Get some good corners. Ugh. This team is just a mess. Baltimore played Detroit. Baltimore won 19-17 on a game that Detroit got cheated in. Uh, Justin Tucker hit a 66-yard field goal to win the game, the longest in NFL history. A a kick that never should have happened. Baltimore should have been hit with a five-yard penalty for a delay of game. The clock went to zero for like a second and a half. The refs did not call it. Detroit got screwed. Jared Goff should have a win on his record right now. And still... That Justin Tucker kick was amazing. That's the only thing I'll remember from this game. <laughs> Justin Tucker is incredible. He might be the best kicker ever. I love Justin Tucker. Yeah, I think, isn't he the most accurate kicker all time, percentage-wise? He is. So now he has the longest kick ever. It might be fair to say that he is the best kicker, not in terms of volume, because he hasn't been in the league as long as, like, Vinatieri or Gaskowski or, or, or anyone else, but, like, Efficiency for sure. Uh, yeah, Detroit got screwed. Detroit played a good game, man. And Baltimore kind of played a bad game too. But I'll give credit to Detroit because they've looked better than I expected. That 0-3 is a competitive 0-3, except for the Packers. Um, they kind of faded in the second half. Detroit is better than we thought they were going to be. That coach might be a good coach. They play hard. They're tough. They moved Penny Sewell to the left side, and he's playing really well there. I think that this is just a, a well-built team. I think Jared Goff is actually playing pretty well. I mean, the roster has limitations, which we always knew it would, but they play hard. They're tough. I like them going forward. They're, they're not an easy victory for any team going, going to play Detroit. It's not going to be an easy win for you. And DeAndre Swift looked great. I'm not a huge fan, but he looked really good that game. Yeah, really good game for him. I, I feel, man, if Baltimore makes the playoff by one game, I'm going to be furious about that non-call for so long. <laughs> Imagine being a Detroit fan. You think the game's won. You're like, he has to break the NFL record with a field goal to beat me. The ball hits the front of the crossbar and somehow bounces over. I've never seen that before. That's insane. Good for them. And you know what? Like the view I was watching, I think it was the Fox feed, Fox Sports, I think. And um, so you're behind behind the, uh, the field goal. And I couldn't tell that it went over. I had to hear the commentators confirmed they went over because it hit i saw it hit the crossbar i was like okay what do you expect 66 yard kick and then i saw everyone running on the field and i was like that went over that was insane it was an insane moment i thought it missed you i I saw the same thing as you i didn't know it went through i saw it hit and i thought it bounced forward but yeah they were like even the refs seemed confused because they didn't put their arms up right away it took like three seconds so it's really interesting yeah but congratulations, Justin Tucker. Good for you. Baltimore's still sure. a fraud. <laughs> okay. Uh, the Titans versus Colts. Tennessee won 25-16. Carson Wentz played with two taped-up ankles. Uh, in one of the worst games I've ever seen a quarterback play, he did nothing. It was pathetic. Tennessee didn't even play that well. They were fine. 
Colts are god awful. Uh, they gave Jonathan Taylor 10 carries in a game where Carson Wentz could not move. It was terrible coaching. Frank Reich has his judgment clouded so much with how much he loves Carson Wentz that he can't see how bad he is at football right now. I think they just gave him an extension and stuff like this is going to get him fired and it'll be deservedly so. I love Frank Reich and for what he's doing right now, he may need to get out of town. That's how bad he's been. I'm sure you're going to tell me I'm wrong about this, uh, but go ahead, Webb. I hate you. Wentz, Wentz was 19 for 37, 194 yards. That might be the worst stat line this season. All that the Alex Smith. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really bad. Uh, the I watched portions of this game. I was watching a bunch of games, but it would look competitive for a while. I think the Colts got it within one. I think it was 14-13 at one point. Um, but you knew Tennessee was going to run away with it. And yeah. Sorry, man. I just want them to bench Carson Wentz so he does not play 75% of the snaps. And we have to give Philly our first round pick. Let's end this nightmare right now. Sit him for four games. Let his ankles heal. Like that's going to make a difference in his play somehow. But just sit him right now. This isn't getting better. They play Miami this week. And I'm rooting for Jacoby Brissett to shove it on the Colts' throat. Make them look stupid. Because Jacoby Brissett is better than Carson Wentz. I'm not even joking. I would take him over Carson Wentz any day of the week. He seems like a good person. Carson Wentz is a trash bag. You think, do you think there's any chance that they actually trade Marlon Mack? He's supposed to be on the trade block now. So he was inactive last week because apparently they're trying to trade him. I don't think anyone's going to want him. He was really good until he tore his Achilles. He got a one-year contract for $2 million, which tells me no one else was offering him a contract. I mean, San Francisco might give him like a seventh round pick for him, but why would they? The Colts will probably just cut him. I, I think they'll get him for nothing. But Marlon Mack, if healthy, is a very good running back. And I'm rooting for him. He's been nothing but professional and a really good person in the community. So if he wants to get traded, I hope he does get traded. I'm rooting for him a thousand percent. Yes, sir. Let's see what happens. Okay. Uh, in what some are calling the best game of the weekend, the Chargers versus Chiefs. The Chargers won 30-24 to 24 in a game that was really fun. Mahomes played in what might be his worst game ever. He got picked off twice, three touchdowns, but he threw the game away at the end. Justin Herbert had four touchdowns, 280 yards, looked incredible. I thought Kansas City would take this game over and that Herbert would collapse. He did not. He turned, he looked every bit as good as Mahomes, if not better. The arm talent's insane. Is this the future of the league for the next 10 years, Mahomes versus Herbert? Because I think it likely is. It could be. We'll see what happens. Um, the Chargers definitely outplayed the Chiefs, but I think for me, what I took away from this game, and I love Justin Herbert, was that the Chiefs are kind of getting used to the, the new O-line um sort of getting back in a swing of things and i think the chargers uh wanted this more than the chiefs so i don't know if i really i don't think there's been like a um a change of the guard or anything like that but this would be a this could be a great matchup for years to come for sure not sure the guard is over yet i'm just saying that herbert's not scared of the chiefs i think he sees himself like patrick mahomes like i am that level of quarterback which it's going to be really fun, man. I'm looking forward to this because Herbert is the truth. Mahomes is obviously the best player in the league, not named Aaron Donald. I am very impressed with what's coming with these two teams. And Staley seems like a good head coach. This is a game in the past they would have lost. They would have blown, choked away, done something stupid. And they didn't. So good for the Chiefs. Sorry, good for the Chargers. I was very surprised. Okay. Uh, the Saints versus Patriots. The Saints blew them out 28-13. This game, I think we can kind of move past this. Mac Jones played terribly. Three interceptions. Jameis didn't do much. He threw 128 yards, somehow less than Carson Wentz. Kamara played well. Just rookie quarterbacks had a terrible, terrible weekend. That's basically what took him this game. Not much there at all. Yeah, Mac, James, Mac Jones looked bad. 
Uh, Saints defense looked good. How much to say? I was, sh- I was shocked that they ran away with it like they did, though. Yeah, I thought it might be a little bit closer, but I'm not surprised they won. Rookie quarterbacks struggle so much against good defenses, and the Saints have a good defense, so it made sense to me. Uh, Jameis Winston might be bad, by the way. Like, actively bad at football. It's, it's tough. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The Giants – sorry, Falcons at Giants – and a shocking upset, the Falcons won 17-14. Uh, are the Giants bad? Because Atlanta is definitely still bad. Like, I don't, I think both these teams are bad. Giants are 0-3, Falcons are 1-2. The Giants should have won this game, but it was ugly all the way around. I did not enjoy this at all. And I still, I chose the Giants to win the division. Win 10 games, go 10-7. The Giants are bad. I think I'm, I'm ready to admit it now. I was wrong. Giants are bad. They should not be 0-3. They should be 2-1, I think, at this point. This is this team's bad. They can't score touchdowns. They can't do it. I started Daniel Jones because my quarterback situation is awful, and I was scared Derek Carr was going to struggle against Miami secondary, and Daniel Jones couldn't even beat Atlanta. It's, it's, it's terrible. It's really bad. Uh, Saquon had a touchdown. It's pretty impressive. His first one in years. Just... I ha- Matt Ryan is terrible at football now. I am all the way out on both teams. I thought the Falcons would be decent this year, but they're bad. Do you know how many yards the number four pick in this draft had, Kyle Pitts, this week? 30? 30? Two catches for 35 yards. Oh, okay. Why do you draft a guy at number four to not throw him the ball? Justin Fields was there. If you're not going to play the number four pick and not include him in the offense, why didn't you draft your quarterback in the future? It's so stupid to me what they're doing. I don't understand it in Atlanta at all. That's yeah, a bad team. They were so happy to get that win. They thought they were going to go 0-17. They might have been. They might have. <laughs> okay. The Bengals at Steelers. Bengals won 24-10. Joe Burrow came out dominant, hitting Jamar Chase for a touchdown. This guy is all the way back. Big Ben is all the way done. He was 38 for 58. One touchdown, two interceptions. He averaged 5.5 yards in attempt. That is terrible. He is completely immobile at this point. He can't move at all. I don't understand why they haven't moved on from him other than loyalty. He's bad, like actively bad at football now. You have good receivers. You have a good running back. It's, it's really bad, Webb. I didn't believe in Pittsburgh going into the year. But I did not think they'd be this terrible. And Joe Burrow is the best. Good for you, Joe Burrow. As someone who believed and still believes Pittsburgh can hit 11 wins. I'm out on the Giants. They're done. But I still think Pittsburgh can hit 11 wins. But it's going to have to be running the football. And Ben Roethlisberger is done. He's done, man. If you benched Eli a couple years ago, you're going to have to bench um, Ben Roethlisberger. down the stretch like he's really bad and he's just he he can't do it anymore i think they will not because of loyalty but in like two weeks big ben will have a new injury where he has to sit out for a little while that is my guess Dwayne haskins they'll come in they'll get to see the kid who has to be better than big ben at this point right like he has to be better can't be worse seriously what a disgrace ah steelers you had a good run it's over time to move on is this Tomlin's first season with a losing record? No, I still think the Steelers get at least nine wins. I'm still pushing that 11-win season, Coop. You are delusional. Okay, uh, the Arizona Cardinals played Jacksonville. Arizona won 31-19. In one of the weirder games I've ever seen, Jacksonville like was in this game oddly for a while. Uh, they had a 109-yard kickoff. Sorry, Arizona went to kick a field goal, a very long one, and then Jacksonville ran it back for 109 yards. Have you seen this in the last five years? Oh, he tied the record. Um, and, and, and it was a game I wasn't that surprised that Jacksonville was in it. I didn't think, like, when I saw them take the lead at halftime, it was surprising. But um, another team I think is a little fraudulent. The 3-0 and Arizona Cardinals. Apparently, Kyler Murray is, uh, is the MB- MVP favorite. It's only been three weeks, but still. Uh, you know, I know you're high on, on Kyler. I think Kyler's Kyler's good. I I just think the Cardinals they have to get a real test, and they will come week four. We'll see what happens. But Jacksonville, I think, did a good job for 
you know, half the game. They got James Robinson involved. So they had a running attack, which I think is what their team's been lacking in the first two weeks of the season. James Robinson's a good running back. Give him the ball, good things will happen. Trevor Lawrence is playing like a rookie. Urban Meyer is a terrible coach and probably needs to get fired and go back to college. But they just gave him a gigantic contract, so they may have to stick it out for a couple of years. And I don't know if Kyler Murray is still the MVP favorite. I think that's probably Stafford now. But Kyler Murray is really good. I know you dislike him, but he's really good. I think you hate him because you own James Conner in fantasy and Chase Edmonds. And you played Chase Edmonds instead of James Conner, and Conner had two touchdowns. So you hold Kyler responsible for that. Is that correct? No. Uh, I just think Kyler, he does some some really unorthodox stuff, and it pays off. And I think sometimes it just doesn't. And I just don't know which side uh, he's going to end up on. But And I think that, you know, in in a real test, when the Cardinals face the NFC West, we'll see how the Cardinals are. I'm very curious. But, yeah, you you know, with Stafford, yeah, maybe – Sorry, I have to double check. I, I maybe I saw um, Kyler Murray rose up in the MVP ranks. Maybe he's not number one, but um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Okay, the Broncos versus Jets. Uh, the Broncos won twenty six to zero. I said the Jets would score three points this week. They got zero, so I was wrong. This was a beatdown. Uh, Jets are terrible. They're a garbage franchise. And it turns out Sam Darnold was not the issue. It's anyone they play quarterback there. Yeah, I don't think we need to say much about this game. Bad. Although, sorry, KJ Hamler on the Denver Broncos tore his ACL. He's there for the year. He was a promising uh, wide receiver that is now gone. That is the biggest takeaway from this game because besides that, meh. Agreed. Okay, and what was a really fun game? The Raiders, sorry, Dolphins at Raiders. The Raiders won an overtime 31-28. A really fun game. I watched all of this game. Jacoby Brissett did not play great. I'm not going to lie to you. He had a rushing touchdown that was really impressive. Derek Carr played well. I think the Dolphins are better with Jacoby than Tua. When it was announced that Jacoby would play over Tua, their line went down. So Vegas thinks Jacoby's better, which I think is very interesting. And I think Vegas is real, man. They're 3-0. They beat Baltimore, Pittsburgh, and Miami. Those are three teams that won 10 games last season. I think they're a good team. Peyton Barber had 111 yards. Kenyon Drake had 24. If I was if I drafted Kenyon Drake in fantasy, I'd be losing my mind right now. Furious. Uh, good game. Really fun game. I think Miami will be there at the end of the season. They're going to be a good team. Yeah, I, um, you know, I thought Miami was going to stick around and 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 be involved in this game and make it close. So, not really surprised at the outcome. Raiders are a good team. Okay, uh, the Rams at sorry Bucks at Rams. The Rams won at the game of the year, 34-24. Matt Stafford is incredible. Is Cooper Cup the best receiver in football right now? Genuine question. No, I don't think so. But like. He's definitely in like he's in the top ten, and he's I'd say I don't know five to seven or some somewhere around there. Is anyone playing better than him right now? Um, I was gonna say DeAndre Hopkins, but he had a bad game, or he's kind of invisible the other day. Better than Cooper Cup, maybe not. I mean, but it's only been three weeks. Like I know it. You know, things are incredible. He's incredible, and you're a hater. <laughs> Stafford threw four touchdowns, three hundred and forty yards. Brady had. 430 yards, one touchdown, no picks. I think the Bucs not having Antonio Brown hurt them in this game. And Stafford is just incredible. The arm strength is there. McVay, is he going to win coach of the year this year? Uh, Maybe, maybe. It's only been three weeks. So we have to see. I think that, I think right now, like, with Denver being 3-0 and as well, like, it's hard to say, like, the Rams – Went to the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Uh, hard to say that the voters would side with McVay. I don't know. Uh, Tom Brady, again, threw 430 yards. Most of that in garbage time because he wants to win the MVP this year. I think 170 of those yards were when they were down by 17 points. That just tells you the kind of person Brady is. He's a stat patter with no respect for the game. Uh, the Rams look like the best team in the league to me, by the way. I think they're the likely Super Bowl champion right now. And I am super impressed with everything they are doing. So congratulations, Webb. Your team is guaranteed to win the Super Bowl. Nothing could throw them off course. Glad you finally came around. I've been saying it 
the entire offseason, the Rams are going to win in L.A. 2022. He laughed at me. He laughed at me. I predicted they'd make the Super Bowl this year. On our that show. was like two weeks ago. I'm talking about from like March. I said 2022, the Rams are going to be the next team to win the Super Bowl. I convinced I you. Gu- okay. Guaranteed they're going to win. There is nothing that could stop them from winning the Super Bowl. It is guaranteed for guaranteed. sure. Just like the Lakers are the 2021 NBA champions. Guaranteed they won that too. So that's good. Nothing oh, injury stop them either. Injury sure. championship. Okay. Sure. Vikings and Seahawks. Minnesota was without Davin Cook. They still won 30 to 17 in a really fun game, by the way. Uh, Kirk Cousins is a really good quarterback. 30 for 38. 320 yards, three touchdowns. Russell Wilson did not play as well. He wasn't bad, but wasn't as good. This Minnesota offense is real. They might be one of the best offenses in football. No Dalvin Cook. Alexander Madison still had 127 yards, 112 yards on the ground, 60 more yards in the air. Their best player on offense is out, and the backup is this good. I think Minnesota could be a problem, man. You were on them to win this game. I didn't believe, but the offense is really good. I'm very impressed with Minnesota so far. And it's a typical Seattle game. They're going to lose these games in the season. Minnesota's a really good offense, dual threat, running game, passing game. And Kirk Cousins is, is looking really good. Like, I think, um, I don't know, like he's he, he's been playing like a, a top 10 quarterback this season. So I'm really interested to see what happens. See, the Seattle Seahawks are in last place in the NFC West right now, by the way, at one and two. And the Chiefs are in last place in the AFC West as well. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's not gonna finish that way. Now Denver is definitely winning the Super Bowl. They're three and zero. That's not gonna change. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, good for the Vikings, man. Really fun team. In one of the most fun games I've ever seen, Green Bay and San Francisco. Green Bay won 30 to 28 in a game San Fran should have won like four different times. Mason Cross, Aaron Rodgers had 37 seconds to drive 40 yards for a field goal with no timeouts. Kyle Shanahan knew Aaron Rodgers needed chunk plays. Aaron Rodgers still got chunk plays. Mason Crosby came in, kicked a 51 yard field goal for the win. Kyle Shanahan and Matt LaFleur. An article you sent me had some issues over the Aaron Rodgers trade request, and it was one of the coldest meetings at the 50-yard line I've ever seen in my life. They basically wanted to punch each other in the face. Aaron Rodgers is incredible. It, San Fran is a good team, but Aaron Rodgers is absolutely incredible. Webb, is Aaron Rodgers still your favorite quarterback in football? Of course. He's, 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 I mean, he's my GOAT for quarterbacks, but um, he doesn't have the rings. He doesn't have the hardware that Brady, Manning, and uh, Montana have, so he's not going to be in that conversation for most. But I I had no doubt that they were going to get within field goal range. I just thought Mason Crosby was going to blow it. I thought Crosby would hit it. I think he makes big kicks. I, he misses easy kicks. Like, important ones he makes, I find. Well, well there was a stat that said um, if Aaron Rodgers had the lead, lost the lead, and gets the ball back, like he he has like a terrible record when that happens. Like if it's in the last three minutes of the game, I think. If he had the league lead, surrendered the lead, and it got the ball back, he didn't have a good record. Whatever the stat was, I don't remember the nuances, but like and Mason Crosby was like eleven for eighteen in game winning field goal situations, something like that. So I was like, he's not that accurate in in, in those chances. I sometimes I'm wondering why the Packers kept him, but he came up big. George Kittle looks back. He had a really good game. I was shocked that San Fran couldn't run the ball. Usually they get four-string guys to run successfully. Trey Sermon had 31 yards. He was their lead rusher. San Fran can't really win a game like that. So I think going forward, they have to figure out their running back situation. Guys need to get healthy. I just I think both these teams are really good. If San Fran had won, I wouldn't have been shocked. But good for Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers said to relax, and he was 100% correct. And, and Jimmy G um, Jimmy G actually had a decent game. Drove them down the field and, and had them with the lead with you know less than a minute left, so good job by him. Jimmy G is good, man. He's not bad. People just hate him. I don't know why, but he's like a decent quarterback. He's not terrible. Yeah, I think by people, and, I mean you. I think good and not terrible are far apart. I agree he's not terrible. I think both these teams will be in the playoffs. 
So I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing them play again, possibly. Okay. And the Monday night game, the Cowboys and Eagles. Dallas destroyed Philadelphia 41-21. It did not feel that close at all. The Cowboys killed them. Webb, I sent you a text very early in the game. Do you remember what I said to you? Oh, uh, really? So I kind of ignore your text? I said Gardner Minshew will be starting by week seven, and I stand by that because Jalen Hurts is not that good at football. Oh, yeah, you did say that. I do remember that, yeah. He had two touchdowns, two picks, but he missed guys really badly. Like, underthrew a guy on the first drive of the game for the interception. He's just – I don't think he's an NFL quarterback, man. I thought he would be good on his leg with his legs, make some moves. But I just don't think the arm talent's there where it needs to be for an NFL quarterback. And I think Gardner Minshew is a better option today than Jalen Hurts. Damn. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Jalen Hurts. I thought he looked very average at best. He had a couple nice throws in garbage time, a couple nice plays. But, yeah, apparently his jersey sales went up like 500% or something. After week one, but we're in those jerseys will be on the resale market immediately. (laughs) Yeah, we're going into week four now. So, uh, Dak played really well, three touchdowns, no picks. Dalton Schultz had two touchdowns. Uh, CD Lamb and Amari Cooper had zero touchdowns, and that's the reason I lost in fantasy this week in my other league. So, I am furious about that. But I think Dallas has a great offense and a subpar defense, and even Jalen Hurts was not able to capitalize on that bad defense. That's really telling to me as well. I don't believe in Dallas or Philadelphia going forward. Yeah, that's fair. I think Dallas is still a solid team, but Philly's done. Okay, and we'll be back on Thursday to get you ready for week four of the NFL action. Please follow us on iTunes. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at Rookie Phenoms. I have been tweeting out a storm drink football games lately. Webb will probably join me as well for soccer because he is an addict. Web, anything to add before we get out of here? Yeah, I can't wait for the Rams to go 4-0 and uh, just take the league by storm. The Rams by themselves have three wins, correct? Yep. Do you know how many wins the entire AFC South has right now? Houston won one game. Tennessee won two, so I guess uh, three. Total, yes. Right? The Rams have the same amount of wins as the entire AFC South. That's how pathetic this division is, and I'm furious about it. Sucks, man. You can always come to the Rams if you want. I am a loyal person, unlike you. So I will stay with these loser Colts, and they will crush my spirit for the next 25, well, the next 50 years. It's likely going to happen. Thank you for listening, everybody. Have a great night. Yeah.